City Smart's Sustainability in Action podcast. Stories about people making a difference in waste, energy, water, transport and greenhouse emissions. Hi, I'm Bill McDonald. Welcome to City Smart Sustainability in Action podcast. Today I'm talking with Robert Peakin. He's the founder and CEO of Food Connect. It's a social enterprise that provides a more sustainable business model for southeast Queensland farmers and their city customers. Now, Food Connect aims to provide fresh seasonal produce from ecological farms within 500 kilometres of Brisbane. Since 2004, Food Connect has cut its customers' food miles to an average of 140 kilometres per week, contributed to a stronger local economy and helped close the loop on food waste. Their team is led by Rob and his partner Emma Kate, that includes 132 farmers, 40 makers, 31 co-workers, 5 volunteers, 89 service providers, 37 co-ops, 36 city cousins and thousands of retail and wholesale customers. It's a big operation. Welcome Rob. Let's get started. Now before we get into the nitty gritty of Food Connect, can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing before Food Connect and how that contributed to Food Connect's creation? Yeah, well, it was um, a morning, Bill. Um, yeah, I was a dairy farmer back in the um, late or early, mid, early 90s through to, to late 90s, and I experienced the full front of um, dairy deregulation and uh, the um, drought, uh, three years of drought, and also the collapsing sort of prices, and, the, and that sort of um, forced me off the farm. So then um, I, uh, after I licked my wounds and, and had a bit of a cry, I come back as a market gardener in Tasmania, and uh, started selling direct. And that was where I got this bit of a bug about, geez, you know, if every farmer had this experience of selling direct, what, what could that look like in a, you know, in a, in a scaled up version? And um, I think it took me six years to arrive to Brisbane. And that was where um, a bunch of Brisbane mums uh, liked what I was talking about and, uh, and we got it going. Well, you give me a tour around the impressive facility you've got out here at uh, Salisbury. Very big and a lot, of, a lot of action going on. How does Food Connect work? So Food Connect uh, basically just works directly with farmers to facilitate um, uh, people purchasing seasonal fruit and veg and, and a whole bunch of other products now. Uh, we only started off with fruit and veg and milk, being a dairy farmer. I had to look after a couple of dairy farmers up at Gympie. But um, basically we were looking at a model that would um, make it easier and more convenient and, um, uh, and uh, I guess, give people an, um, an opportunity to participate in the food system rather than standing back and passively sort of, you know, wondering, what do I do? I know there's something wrong and I want to correct, connect with the farmers. So that was, uh, the model was based on that, pres- on that idea of how do we have a direct relationship between city folk and customers and hopefully solve all, you know, some of the, some of the issues that I experienced as a dairy farmer. Okay, can you explain what an ecological farm is and yeah. why that's important? Yeah, so an ecological farm is is a farm that sort of brings back the, or like they call it the five functions of a of a of a of a proper farm, a farm that's got the water stunk, water functions restored. It's looking at the soil microbial level. It's looking at the diversity, you know, so the biodiversity, so all the pests and the birds and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's looking holistically at their whole farm and the neighbouring sort of farms around it, the creeks, the mountains, and saying, what can I do to uh, regenerate um, those, those functions? 
around them. Yeah, well, here are a few trucks around because it's a busy little spot and this is a busy, busy place, believe me. Look, has the radius from where and uh, from which you source your food stayed the same or do you think it'll change? No, it's come down, yeah. So even though we, um, five years ago, we brought about the Brisbane food plan, so we used to have a five-hour radius. That was, that was the maximum we were going to get food from. Um, and back in those early days, 2005, six, seven, uh, it was really hard to find farmers who um, grew everything that, that Brisbane needed. So we put in place a couple of strategies to encourage farmers. Um, and that five, well, it was originally a three-hour radius, and then a four-hour radius, and then a five-hour radius. Basically to give them confidence that we weren't going to get anything from, from, from South Australia or Victoria or Tasmania. So I think it was, it averaged about 180 kilometres back in the early days, and now we've brought it down to 140 kilometres. That's great, isn't it? Look, since you started Food Connect in 2004, it seems to have become an enterprise that really looks at food in a holistic way. Can you tell us a little bit about Food Connect Foundation and uh, the Food Connect Shed? I imagine this is an area that a lot of people will resonate with these days. Yes, yes. So the foundation started in 2009 when we were um, being asked to replicate the model all over Australia. So we, we did that, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, uh, and a few regional towns, um, Coffs Harbours, Ballarat, a whole bunch of people wanted to do that. Um, and uh, basically it became an advocacy arm and a research arm, and we had a little consultancy called Think Food, um, helping mainly um, local councils get their head around sustainable land use strategies and things like that. Um, and then that morphed into um, uh, ideas around how can we politically shift some of the policy direction, and that's where the Brisbane Food Plan come 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 out of that idea. That how can we, you know, um, uh, because the, in the early years there weren't a lot of people who were aware of the food system and 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 the negative impacts and and potentially the solutions that we could have. The last five to ten years has really changed that. Particularly the last five, you know, we're seeing. Just uh, um, an amazing uh, um, amount of insp- inspiring businesses that are that are involved in the food system. So that's where the shed come out of. The shed come out of this idea that it's really hard to solve this conundrum between paying farmers a fair price and having an affordable, um, you know, affordable product for customers to eat. And we wanted to, uh, and, and we were just sitting down talking to Barambar and a whole bunch of our suppliers and and saying, wouldn't it be great if we were all in the same place where we could just share forklift, share energy, share internet, and all and have that ecosystem where we could collaborate and talk about marketing and do things together. And uh, that's what the shed come out of. So um, in uh, 2018, um, we were fortunate, 530 of our customers actually raised $2 million in equity for us to buy the whole facility. We were only renting 25% at that time or 28%. Um, and now it's home to just over 30 enterprises, about 130 people work out of here now. Um, and there's, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of action. Um, we just had a big 50th, like it's, a, it's a multi-function event space as well. So it's, uh, it was sort of uh, replicating that idea of um, for a good holistic farm, they have to have stacked enterprises. So not just a monoculture operation, but polycultural operation, lots of things happening on the one farm. And, and I use that principle here in the shed. How can we have lots of different enterprises happening here at the shed that adds to that sort of um, that ecosystem of support and uh, you know um, viability? Yeah. It's an amazing idea and it's an amazing concept that's working. Obviously, well, what's the future look like for Food Connect? Yeah, well, uh, this uh, we've run out of room. Um, we've got a yeah already yeah, and we've only just finished the construction side of it. So um, we're now looking at. Uh, there's obviously a bit of pressure on to replicate this model in. Well, we've. 
we've uh, done some research, probably about 100 um, regional towns and... and, and um, what you've started. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, COVID showed us the vulnerability in the supply chain. Um, and not only the, there's, there's the geopolitical sort of stuff that's going on, but a lot of people are now going, Christ, you know, we need to know, we need to manufacture our food here locally and consume it here locally. So there's a big push for that. Um, and uh, um, the fragility of the of the business as usual system is sort of the cracks showed a bit. So, mm. so it's an opportunity, mm. okay. um, and a, and a great opportunity for you know for farmers to to get a bit more and to you know for, particularly for regional areas where um, where the the uh, the quantity and the quality of food is a bit lacking in some of those areas. It's like it's giving them an option that they may not have had before. Absolutely, yeah. As a dairy farmer, I experienced that. You know, there was heaps of co-ops doing all various different things, and most of it was sold locally or within the region at least. Um, but not much of it come back. So now we've got an opportunity to, I, I suppose, use modern technology, use the internet, use um, whatever it is out, that's out there at the moment, uh, like models like this. And the investor climate is also, also impact investors are also looking at what, um, you know, what are some of the biggest um, solutions that we can put on the planet to solve some of these, what they call wicked problems, climate change, poverty, um, malnutrition, things like that. So, so it, it fits in that in that. Um, broad barrel of of um of systemic things we can address yeah is there anything else you want um southeast queenslanders to know about food connect food security and the local economy you've covered a lot (laughs) i mean i mean just you know you you don't have to look far these days to find just amazing businesses i think i think one of the things we're really looking at at the moment we've got an indigenous elder as one of our board members she's the chair of our board and what we're learning off indigenous people is is, is extraordinary not only in just in the food in obviously the uh, the um the superpower of those indigenous foods but but in particular their governance and their way of looking at how we should address some of the sustainability options so that's um, pretty exciting, and we've got you know I think there's about 15 indigenous enterprises now in Brisbane doing food, um, you know including sober beer, non-alcoholic beer down at Burley. So there's some there's some just uh, very inspiring things happening in the food scene at the moment. You don't have to look far to to find a place where you can go. Wow, you know it's great. Yeah. Well, you've my eyes. I love it. So well done. Congratulations. Keep up the good work. Thank That's um, Robert Peakin, founder and CEO of Food Connect. It's a social enterprise, as you heard, committed to a sustainable food future for farmers, customers, and more sustainable consumer products. I'm Bill McDonald. Another sustainability story from City Smart. Subscribe to the Sustainability in Action podcast at citysmart.com.au forward slash podcast. <laughs>